0: If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Good morning, ladies. Welcome to a brand new episode. I hosted a training recently on how to create success by embracing your feminine energy. And I was absolutely blown away by the feedback um, and the messages that I received off the back of hosting this training. So I thought it would be a really good idea to actually share the training itself on this podcast for anybody that's listening to the podcast that didn't manage to catch that training. So I invite you then to join me. Sit back relax, listen to this training, and start to understand a little bit more how you can tap in to your feminine energy to create a wildly successful business and life. Enjoy, ladies. Hello, ladies. I'm Danny Watson, and a number of years ago, I made the life-changing decision to become a coach. Now, whether you're already in this world or you're thinking of stepping into it, I want to share with you today how you can create success through coaching by leading with your feminine energy. Now, if you're new to my world, I'd love for you to say hello and let me know where you're tuning in from. I absolutely love how international our audience is. And if you've been following me for a while, then let me know that you're here too. So I have been wanting to share the content of this masterclass now for a while since embracing my own feminine energy is something that I believe has been fundamental to the growth of my own coaching business. Now, within just a few years of launching my coaching, I had already made my first million pounds through coaching. And this was something that would have taken me years to achieve within the corporate world. But the biggest leaps in the income I make, the people that I'm able to reach, the opportunities that present themselves to me, they've always come up when I've been fully embracing the feminine energy. And this work then, it's something that I have integrated with tens of the thousands of the women that I've worked with inside my own coaching programs. This work is something that we also train our students in within the Click Academy. So the Click Academy, it's our internationally accredited coach training. And more recently, this work is something that we started to to deliver within the corporate world too. So actually helping companies to realize that success does not have to look like this masculine approach of stress, struggle, competing against each other you know, in this very linear way, working in this very linear way. In fact, we can actually create a far bigger income and impact when we go against the traditional masculine route to success by allowing more space for the feminine. So let me first of all start by sharing a quick introduction to what feminine energy actually is. So the feminine energy then, it's something that's often thought of to be, you know, weak. But whilst a woman who stands in her feminine is soft and nurturing, she is also powerful. And this strength comes from her ability to exercise her boundaries. It comes from knowing who she is and what she wants and not being afraid to ask for it. The feminine allows herself to feel the whole breath, of emotions without shame because she knows that the lessons within her emotions allow her to rise up stronger than what she's ever risen before. The feminine also means honoring the natural rhythms of life. You know, there's no forcing anything. Instead of constantly using our logic, the, w- the woman in her feminine uses her intuition to guide her. She doesn't need to have all the answers right now because she knows that success isn't linear. You know, she allows herself to go with the flow because she has this deep trust and faith that things are unfolding in her favor. She doesn't need to push things for an outcome. She aligns her energy with what feels good and in doing so, magnetizes the people, experiences, money, success that she desires. Now let's look at the the, the masculine in contrast. The masculine is what we typically see present in the corporate world. In fact, society's whole foundation has been built on the masculine energy. It's this idea that impact, money, success have to look a certain way. It's working hard and struggling. It's competing with others. It's very much this linear approach of you have to follow this path and obey by these rules to get to where you want to be. It's ignoring your own needs and favouring doing over simply just being. It's getting stuck in the logical mind. It's executing plans and following strategies. It's seeing emotions as vulnerability and vulnerability as a weakness. You know, it's something that should be avoided at all costs. And so many women, myself included, have believed for a long time that to succeed, you know, we have to show up in this very masculine way. And this is why I believe so many women fail fall short of their desires or potential, because showing up in this way doesn't feel good. It burns us out. It makes us feel like no matter how much we do, it's still not enough. It makes us operate from this place of fear and panic. When we can't fully bring out the best in our abilities, because we're in the masculine, it then stumps our creativity, our ability to communicate in a really powerful way. So just think about this. If you're stressed, frustrated, you know, feeling like you're not enough, do you produce your best, most creative work? Probably not. Now, I am not saying that there is not a place for the masculine, especially as business owners or, you know, career women. If we spent our whole lives just relaxing and prioritizing self-care, we'd never get anything done. So it's about finding your own unique sweet spot, the balance between you showing up for your work and taking action, but doing so in a way that still honors your own boundaries. Now, one of the key things to the feminine is not ignoring your truth. And when it comes to our work, this means doing work that truly aligns with your authentic self. Does your work spark joy? Does your work bring you meaning and purpose? Or is your reason for work only tied to some end goal? You know, making money perhaps. You know, the masculine is all about just getting things done at whatever cost. But how this plays out is that women then choose work because they feel like it's something they should be doing. They think, oh, I need to, you know, climb that corporate career ladder or I have to have, you know, just power on through with this because by doing this, I will become more successful and make more money. You know, work is supposed to be hard. It's always about getting to that next step, forgetting that we are meant to be enjoying the process. Now, before I found coaching, before it came into my life, I never believed that being successful and making money could be fun. And dare I say it, easy. <laughs> now, Sure, there's certainly been challenges along the way, but the work itself is what I would want to be doing, even if I wasn't getting paid for it. It's so joyful for me. It feels so light. And they say, if you choose work you really love, then you never work a day in your life. And I never used to get this until I discovered coaching. Now, we spend so much of our time in work. You know, don't you owe it to yourself to do something that truly sets your soul on fire. Now, what was really interesting was when I discovered the world of the masculine and the feminine was that I also realized I had this very masculine notion of how money could be made. I thought it was all about knowing the right steps to take. You know, I studied law at uni, so it was a very logical degree. You know, I had this very tunnel vision of looking at success, you know, learning to do this, create this outcome. There was no real room for creativity or for fun, for just, you know, going with your gut and trying new ideas. And then when I started to embrace my feminine energy within my coaching, doing things because they felt good, you know, trusting my own intuition to guide me, taking action without necessarily knowing what my next step was going to be, not needing to have, you know, all of the answers or, you know, a well-defined roadmap. When I started to show up in this way, everything just started to feel effortless. I didn't need to force anything. You know, clients would find me from a multitude of different avenues. I never felt like I really had to sell my services as the people who discovered me were, you know, just excited to work with me and invest in me. I'd totally reversed my narrative that making money had to be hard, that it had to be a struggle, that we had to earn money, that money was always a product of doing versus who we are being. And here's something that's really interesting. My business, it's a multiple seven business. The shortest time span for me to so far generate seven figures has been 53 days. So you've actually been very, very close to seven figure months. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because there was a point where I would have never even wanted to think about making that kind of money in such a short time frame because I would have feared of what it would cost me my health, my mental well-being, time with my loved ones. So I'm a mother, I'm a mother to three children. My eldest daughter is currently four. My youngest is just six months and I have a two year old son sandwiched in between. And I am able to be there 100% for them, intentionally, energized, fully present for them. And I can still succeed in this way. And actually, Since having my children, it's made me even more passionate about this work. I see so many women, you know, coming, thinking that success means giving up motherhood, giving up their dreams to become a mother. You know, we can't have both. It's because we're so attached to this feminine, um, this masculine notion rather of success. Now, I realized I needed to step away from this masculine idea that making money is hard work and we need to struggle to succeed. And I realized that there was a big block for me here because I had this deep attachment between my self-worth and how hard I worked. So as a child, I loved school. I was academic. I loved doing homework. Parents and teachers would actually praise me on my ability to work hard. And therefore, my ability to work hard was how I derived my validation, my acceptance, and ultimately how I derived love. Now, the danger of this was that I then was believing that to be worthy of receiving acceptance and love, I needed to be working hard. And not only that, but working hard became a part of my identity. It was something that I prided myself on. So a big part of my journey, and this may be relevant to you too, is that you know to fully embrace your feminine energy, it's really about detaching your work from your worth. So I, I've had to see myself as worthy of receiving success, praise, money. Without needing to prove myself through hard work. Now, of course, I've worked to get to where I am today, but it's not just working for the sake of it. And I put just as much emphasis on my own needs and self care as I do for, you know, showing up for my work, my clients, my business. And this is also a big part of working in a way that embraces the feminine it's really about honouring your own boundaries. You know, being able to ask for what you want and need and being able to say no to the things that do not serve you. So boundaries are not just in terms of who or what gets your time and energy, but it's also about boundaries in how you expect to be treated. You know, the boundaries for what you are and are not willing to accept for your life. So, up until I discovered this work, I realized I had been setting my boundaries pretty low to the point there were some areas in some some areas of my life that my boundaries were non-existent. So I struggled to say no to people because I didn't want to upset or disappoint others, often at the cost of my own sanity. But starting my business, I didn't have a choice because I didn't have the time to say yes to everyone and everything anymore. You know, I built my business up working alongside a 60 hour plus per week, you know, job. So I had to quickly learn how to say no to things that weren't going to serve my highest interest at that time. And I also had to learn very quickly about the boundaries I needed in place for my clients. You know, I loved coaching. And as soon as I started, you know, I was like, yes, this is it. But almost to the point where I felt myself taking on too much responsibility for my clients. I wanted to you know, always be there for them, always be available. But I realized that this wasn't sustainable. So I had to set and establish, you know, a really firm set of boundaries there as well. And this is something that I instill in my clients and the students of our coach training too. You know, be firm about the boundaries for yourself. You can give abundantly to others, yet still honor your own needs. And this is imperative because you cannot serve from an empty cup. Now let's just jump to another area of the feminine. And this is about tapping into your intuition. In the corporate world, I often found myself second guessing myself, you know, being told what to do, being micromanaged all the time. And now it sometimes can be reassuring to ask somebody, what do I do next? But often we're too quick to hand over our power to something that is external to us. So we value the opinion or guidance of others, often above our own opinion. Now, when I first launched my business as a coach, I realized that I didn't have anyone around me telling me what to do anymore. I was finally, you know, my own boss. And it felt so, so liberating. You know, I could choose my days to spend how I wanted, my time how I wanted, but that also requires the ability to trust yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself to make the right choices, you never take any action at all. In fact, I know so many brilliant and capable women who don't even start on this path because they don't trust themselves. Their intuition might be saying yes, but they don't allow themselves to hear it because their logical brain, the mind, is speaking too loudly. So what does this look like? So it looks like, you know, overthinking everything, playing out failed scenarios. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I fail at this? It's dwelling on what you do not know yet, thinking about all of those things ahead of you that you've no idea about. It's feeling overwhelmed with all of the things you need to do and just not knowing where to start with any of it. Now, experts. Experts are great and they can give you practical step-by-step guidance. I've invested personally over six figures working with some of, you know, most incredible business experts over time who've taught me so, so much about the practical sides of business, especially what works works for coaching. And now I have all of this information. I now pass on this information to the women I work with, to the women that I teach inside the Click Academy. You know, we provide them with this step-by-step roadmap to business success. However, I always remind our students that this guidance should never be taken blindly at the cost of your own intuition. Yes, you can have the step by step roadmap, but you have to be able to make your own choices about what works for you along the way too. And these are the things that only your intuition can tell you. So. A good example of this, maybe you've told that, you know, a certain social media strategy, one strategy for finding paying clients, but you've decided that this doesn't align with you. Maybe you've decided you don't even want to be on social media. Tapping into your own intuition to guide you, you can realize that whilst many others may be creating success in this way, it's not going to work for you. Now, in that moment, you've got a choice. You could either blindly follow the expert advice or you could trust yourself. You can have somebody who is wildly successful in coaching others who spends their life on social media. And you could also have somebody who is wildly successful who doesn't spend any time at all on social media. Think about somebody here like, you know, like Tony Robbins, because a lot of people don't believe me when I say this. Tony Robbins, huge within the industry. When he started out, social media wasn't even a thing, okay? So it just goes to show that, you know, it doesn't always need to be a thing. Your intuition is your superpower, and it will speak to you in the moment when you are silent, okay? So when you quiet your mind, you know, your logical mind is very much fear-based. It makes choices based on fear, so you can quiet your mind and listen to your intuition. You know, your logical mind is going to say, I can't believe I can do this. I'm going to be judged. What if I fail? When we take action and we take action based on this fear mentality, what we're doing is we're cutting ourselves off from that higher wisdom. Wisdom. A decision made from our intuition, on the other hand, comes from a place of love and self-compassion. Now, this isn't to say that decision won't feel scary. You know, when we're stepping outside of our comfort zone, it will always feel scary. But when it's our intuition that guides us there, there's this element of trusting in the unknown. And this is something I love to be able to support the women who come into my world with. Trusting in that unknown. You know, when you trust yourself, the unknown becomes far less scary. Imagine, imagine how how it would feel to say yes to something that you completely trust will work out for you. Imagine that. Imagine walking unapologetically on your path, trusting that this is meant for you. When you allow your intuition to guide you, it will always know how to guide you to where you are meant to be. And we must remember that when we walk in tune with our intuition, we also keep ourselves close to the magic of the universe as well. When we're stuck in our logical, masculine brain, on the other hand, we get so focused on how things need to unfold and what needs to happen next and all this overwhelming stuff that we actually cut ourselves off from miracles. We forget that there are an infinite number of possibilities for us to get to our desires. We forget that the universe is going to send us the right people, the right opportunities at exactly the right point that we need them. So tapping into your own intuition doesn't mean disconnecting yourself from support. It means fully embracing support, but still valuing your own wisdom as a priority and knowing that when you're true to you, the universe is always supporting you every single step of the way. Okay, ladies, right. Let's move on to my next point as I am conscious of the time and there's still so much that I want to share with you. Vulnerability. Your vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. Now, I remember a point when I was working in the corporate world and one of the senior women started crying in a meeting. Now, she was under like, huge amounts of pressure and she you know, burst out into tears. Her emotions just came out after her and out from her. And afterwards, I heard her boss actually telling her off for crying, saying, you know, it's not professional to do so. The masculine teaches us to mask our emotions. In fact, the whole concept of success is often weaved into this idea that, you know, to be seen as powerful, we have to be hard. But what I know from this work is that our vulnerability is actually our strength. Now, we all come into this space, this coaching world with a story. So mine was after, you know, years of thinking I should become a lawyer and, you know, spending a lot of time and money training to do so, I found myself completely lost when I realised that this just was not my path. I completely forgot who I really was. I dreaded going to work to the point that I was actually having panic attacks and it left my confidence at an all time low. Now at the time, my finances were also in a mess and I was also staying in a relationship that had Mm. completely crushed my self-worth, but I was so afraid of being alone, I was you know, staying with that person. And I found coaching when I was at my rock bottom and I started telling myself all of these stories about why I couldn't be the person to inspire others when my life was such a mess. But embracing the feminine, it means recognizing the strength within your vulnerabilities. And what I know to be true now is this, you can simultaneously be healing from your past whilst expanding into your future. Okay, let that sink in for a second. There was a point in my business where I felt I had to press pause on everything to give myself the space to fully heal. I felt like, I wasn't ready to be truly seen when there were so many parts of me that still required a lot of work. And I didn't want the world to see the pieces of me that weren't yet fixed. And so I considered that, you know, maybe it's just best that the world just didn't see me at all. And I see this play out with clients too. So clients who are not wanting to start their business until they have that full self-belief not wanting to show up until they're fully in the energy of confidence. The inner work almost becomes a a distraction tactic from doing the things required to propel life forwards. But this is just perfectionism in another form. Keeping ourselves turned inwards actually keeps us from stepping outwards. And it feels safer that way, right? feel safer because we keep our lights dimmed. When we keep our lights dimmed, you know, because it feels vulnerable to be seen with all of our flaws, especially when we're somebody who wants to inspire, impact others. It's better to just keep myself small. What I now know to be true is this. You can heal as you expand. And looking back doesn't mean you can't simultaneously go forwards. The world does not need (laughs) the finished, polished version of you. It needs the current version of you because you will always be evolving. There will always be room for growth. The world needs to meet you where you are at right now, even when you are still working on parts of you. Even if you've got parts that you're still working on. Don't let your healing keep you stuck. You can give your energy to your healing without being totally consumed by it. Keep looking forwards. You can be creating a masterpiece while simultaneously being a work in progress. Okay, now lastly, let's talk about competition because the masculine way says, we need to compete with others to succeed. But the feminine recognizes that we are all unique and therefore there is no competition. Now, people say that competition within business can be a good thing, okay? You know, it's what keeps the demand there. And this partly can be true, but the reality is for women within the coaching space especially, it keeps them stuck in fear. When we feel like we are competing with others within our space, it makes us feel like we are not enough makes us start to think, you know, there's so many other amazing, incredible coaches out there. Why should I even try? It makes us feel like we need to show up in a certain way to succeed when we start comparing ourselves to others. You know, feeling like we need to compete with them and what they're doing. Now, the feminine says there is no competition. We are all drawn to different things, people, words, energy. And your unique blend of what makes you, you, is what we'll call your people in. Okay, now the fact that there are other women succeeding doesn't dampen your own success. In fact, it heightens it because they are an example of what is possible for you too. So I, for example, I love sharing the successes of the women we train inside the Click Academy. So for example, you know, Serena. Just 18 months, you know, she's working with 72 clients. She generated over six figures in sales. You know, the money that she'd made through coaching, it paid for her wedding, it paid for her new home. Jessica, she had this incredible group launch. She made 30,000. This was just a month after starting the program. Nasli, she got paid 14,000 pounds to host a three-day corporate coaching workshop. These women, these women are all impacting their clients in the most profound ways. And the reason I love sharing stories like this is these women all had the same fears and vulnerabilities when starting. You know, the feeling of not being good enough, the feeling of, you know, not worthy of being able to create success, scared of being seen, scared of being judged, scared of being criticized. You know, they didn't have it all figured out. They chose to lead with this notion of you grow as you go. Now, the masculine says you've got to put on a brave face. Don't show your emotions, (laughs) hide your struggles. But the feminine says, here I am. I'm willing, you know, for you to meet me where I am at right now and invite you to grow with me. The growth of your business, it is a direct reflection of your own inner growth. This is something that I've learned, but that growth only starts when you do. You have to put one foot forward in spite of your vulnerabilities, knowing that you're going to be stronger for it, not weaker, okay? Now, if I've inspired you today (laughs) to take that next step, here is what I would like you to do next. There is a link within this post for how we can work together. And what I'm going to do, if you join by the closing date, I'm also going to be inviting you along to an exclusive session with myself where we will fully fully integrate the work of the feminine energy so you can truly lead from this place. So to do this, I'm going to be using a variety of coaching tools and healing modalities to help you tap into and ignite your own feminine power within. And this session is going to have a ripple effect across all areas of your life, your business, your finances, how you feel in yourself, your relationships, everything I've discussed today and more, we are going to learn about it deeper and then we're going to fully integrate it into your life moving forwards. Okay, so this is about you being able to fully step into your feminine power and start attracting what you want from that place of joy, ease, flow. It gets to be fun. So if you would like to come along on that journey with me and onto that online event and be a part of that experience, you will need to get in before the deadline. So this is a chance to get up close and personal with me and my work. OK, so um I have to. Th- apologise as well for you know I'll come back to your comments. I've been so in the flow with this session. I've um yeah I've I've missed a lot of your comments. What I do want to say before you know we close this session is just to express my full gratitude and appreciation for you showing up today. The world needs more, more women like you who are committed to the the path of coaching and are ready to start facilitating this work. We are just scratching the surface when it comes to the impact that we can have through coaching others. And when we learn how to do this through truly embracing the feminine, collectively, I believe we can change the world. How success is created, how power is, dis- is distributed, how society runs, how money is made. We have the opportunity to really change the landscape of it all by learning and fully integrating the work of the feminine energy. So for those of you who are ready to say yes to working with me further, I cannot wait for you to experience the work of the feminine energy at a deeper level during that session. So again, ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. And I will see you on the inside. Bye, ladies. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.